0: I wanted to give all the fans and our direct line of support back at home uh, a big shout-out and and thank you for bringing this baby home to celebrate.
2: How cool is that? It is real. You can keep on biting down on that gold medal, but Xander Shoffley is now a winner of the gold medal at the Olympic Games, and it was incredible to see. A man who was there for every step of it was Bones Mackay, who's joining us live right now on this Monday morning, Monday evening for him. We also have a major champion coming up in just a little while on the program to comment on more in the Olympics. But Bones, it is a pleasure to have you join us. Thank you very much for doing so. I assume you probably just had dinner and getting ready to go to bed soon.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. It's an, it's an off day for us here uh, outside of Tokyo. And given the heat and humidity we had last week, we can all use it. Uh, so uh, just a little late dinner and uh, get some sleep and we'll get ready to get going with the, uh, the ladies competition here starting on Wednesday.
2: Cannot wait. Dude, cannot wait. What you saw over the past week with the men's competition, and in particular yesterday, I-, I won't even try to lead you with the question you just kind of throw a broad net at you and say, what is your reaction to everything that you saw?
0: Wow. I mean, you have. I mean, certainly, you know, a lot of uh, your listeners and, and the folks at home know about the history or the trouble that Xander's had finishing here the last two plus years. Um, so first of all, he's an incredibly likable, really nice young man to be around, as a lot of these players are, obviously. But you can't help root for him out there, obviously, being as impartial as I can. But we all knew what he had riding on that that, that gold medal Sunday yesterday. And then, of course. Hideki Matsuyama in his home country, reigning Masters champion, um, and a guy that you could tell really, really wanted it. So many backstories behind that. And then Rory Sabatini, my goodness gracious. So, I mean, uh, Xander was uh, amazing uh, on that opening nine. Looked like he, to me, like he was just going to dominate and, and run away with things. But, you know, we've seen it so many times before, and we saw it yesterday. It gets harder. It gets trickier. He started to kind of... Uh, leave some putts short early in that second nine, which was an indication, maybe just a little bit. He wasn't, you know, knocking the flags down as much. And then, of course, we got to the 14th hole, this very reachable par five, and it almost ended for him there. I mean, he was incredibly lucky after blocking a drive off the tee that they found the golf ball. There was a great chance, as we looked at it, that it was lost. Of course, it all became about, after taking unplayable, getting out of this you know, series of trees that he was in trying to get back into play. Uh, as you saw on the uh, the close-up of the, the, the replays of the television show there yesterday, the broadcast that his club really got wrapped up in these bushes and it could have – it just could have been really ugly. It could still be in there. You know, eight, nine, everything was in play. But uh, he gets his club head on the ball. It shoots through a shoot that he's not aiming at, gets back out into play. He makes a six – and then, of course, you know, he, he's basically put in a position based on, you know, Sabatini's incredible last round where he's got a few holes one under to, to win, and, and he does. And, I mean, I'm rattling on here, Matt, but uh, there's just so much to talk about. It was incredibly exciting. I felt bad for Matsuyama. He just didn't have his good stuff yesterday. To me, it was kind of like pitching in a in a, in a, in a Game 7 World Series affair, and, and he just didn't have it. Um, but he fought as hard as he could. The putter betrayed him. And again, you've got to tip your, your hat to Sabatini, an incredibly streaky player over the course of his career who, when he gets it going, is not afraid to go really, really low. And he put on a clinic yesterday.
2: You know, the, in every way, again, it, it's hard to narrow this down to, to particular storylines because of just how spectacular it was in every way. Uh, But the players keep talking about what a special experience it was for them, whether we're talking about Rory McIlroy or or whomever. And I'm curious, being around it, uh, Bones, what were you feeling? What was the buzz? Uh, Could you venture to to define for us what what made it so special?
0: Well, having been lucky enough to go to 22 consecutive team events as a caddy, I can tell you that these guys, when they put USA uh, on their shirts or their pullovers or their caps, um, it go level uh, a lot of times in terms of passion. And uh, certainly that's the case. I mean, these are guys that grew up, uh, even the young players, not really thinking about the potential down the road of them being an Olympian or potentially winning a medal. And so it's a foreign thought to a lot of these guys, but... You know, I was caddying on the tour when guys were thinking about going to Rio in 2016. Some did. Uh, A lot didn't. Um, There was some concerns at that time about the Zika virus. Um, And then, of course, the guys came over here. Obviously, there's uh, some other health issues that we're all dealing with out there in the world of COVID. It's obviously been very, very difficult. but you know, this opportunity arose. And, and, you know, you see a guy like Ricky Fowler walking around on the tour these days. And, you know, he got home uh, from the competition in in Brazil. And, of course, he had an Olympic tattoo on his arm because he's an Olympian. And it means a lot to these guys having gone through that experience and representing their country in an Olympic Games. And, you know, we saw it with JT, Justin Thomas, and Rory. Rory was incredibly honest and open, as he always is. Uh, as he came in uh, to last week's uh, play and saying, you know, I I just wasn't sure. I'm still not sure I'm this, I'm that. And by the time the last couple of days rolled around, he was like, let me tell you something, I am all in. Really cool. Justin Thomas called it arguably the coolest experience of his life, I think he said in an article that came out today. And it's just amazing. And, 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 you know, you see the Olympic ring tee markers and all these little things going on. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of these guys obviously have teammates, whether it's another guy or in the U.S. case, you know, three other guys. And it's awesome. And it just, it's just it's just it's just it's the Olympics, you know, and you get, you know, someone like Paul Casey. We ran into him on the golf course before everything got going last week. And he's like, let me tell you something. Staying in this Olympic village is the coolest thing ever. We go there whenever we can. We grab a meal. We sit down. It's the most amazing people watch, seen in your life, and you're just seeing these incredible, incredible athletes. You know, walking by. Some of them are five three, and some of them are seven three. I mean, it's just nuts. So um, the stories that you heard about that, and of course, you know, Justin Thomas telling the funny story about going to the gym, the Olympic Village, and nobody fighting him for the twenty pound barbells. I mean, it's just it went on, and on, and on in terms of. The positivity and the excitement and, and the adrenaline all these guys are dealing with. And I was out there last night sitting behind uh, um, Xander's caddy, uh Kaiser, you know, when when his man was stepping up on the podium and having the, the gold medal, you know, ultimately given to him to put around his neck. And, you know, that national anthem, the flags went up and it's really, really, really cool. Um, So, again, I think this is just going to build and build and build. I think we'll probably have an incredible women's competition this week. And uh, I think Olympic golf is here to stay. And it's just going to get bigger and better.
2: It it is awesome. Uh, Bones Makai is our guest from NBC and Golf Channel, who, like I was saying, has been there every step of the way for these uh, Olympic games as to with golf, and I, I just want to before I, I want to circle around and talk to you about Austin and talk about Xander's dad and 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 the the backstory that sport in particular golf always seems to tether to the champion, which is amazing. But before we get into that, I have to ask you about that playoff. I, I don't know, but I've never seen anything like it in the in the game of golf. And and Rory even said he's never tried so hard for, to finish third. What were your impressions in retrospect?
0: Uh, I thought it was cool. I mean, there was a scenario there where we have simultaneous playoffs for the gold between Sabatini and Shoffley. Um, and then the other guys for third. So, um, it, 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 you know, that would have been crazy to, me to have two playoffs going on at the same time. And it darn near happened had, uh, Xander not gotten it up and down on the last hole to ultimately win goal. But I, I thought it was cool. And, uh, I was out there on the ferry waiting to cover it, Rory came by in the cart, and he was just looking at me with a big smile on his face. You could <laughs> tell him, this is something that these guys have never experienced. Of course, you, you know, you win on the tour or you don't, uh, and here you are. It's a it's a seven man playoff for a medal to get on the podium, and, and they all wanted it really badly. And it was it was it was just a fascinating, it, it, and I love the guys in it. You know, you got Munoz, and you got the you know Pereira, and. And of course, you know Morikawa. You know we all know what he's done. Rory McIlroy. I mean, it was it was very very competitive. Um, you could tell those guys were feeling it because the golf the first couple of holes wasn't that great and didn't see any birdies. Um, of course, Matsuyama. So it, it, it's Paul Casey. It, it, it was just it was just fascinating. And again, it brings so much to the table. There's there's a real difference to it in terms of how it unfolds. And of course, the whole podium aspect and the fact that again you know, we've heard all these stories about how much bronze meant to Matt Kuchar four or five years ago. I mean, it was like, he said it was like the coolest thing ever. And that's a guy that's had an amazing PGA tour career. So again, you know, that happened yesterday with, with that playoff that you're referencing. And uh, it, it was just really exciting and I'm sure it uh, translated to television.
2: You know, I would definitely translate it. I can, I can attest to that, but what this gold medal then meant to, uh, the Shoffley family, both father and son, dad who looked like he was an Olympic hopeful and then uh, struck by, by a, a drunk driver and losing sight in his left eye and unable to compete and, and, and Xander almost not going to these games and then ultimately deciding to go. There's so many emotional, tethered storylines just there alone. How much did, the, you, you talked about it with Austin in particular, but how much did, did you feel all that that play into the emotion of that victory?
0: Yeah, I felt it a lot, particularly because you would run into Xander's dad Stefan out there a lot. Saw him on the first hole yesterday uh, before they got going, of course talked to him quite a bit on the Saturday. And you know, we all know Stefan's backstory. We all know what a really good guy he is. Um certainly I think Xander's, you know, one of the three or four most popular players on the tour. I mean, there's, there's you know, there's just a lot of guys that are just really, really good people and he's one of them.
3: Mm.
0: So can't help but, you know, you know, wish good things for him and if, of course you know, Xander hasn't won in almost, I think, close to three years. Two and a half at least, I believe it is. And, and this is a guy that is without question, in my opinion, a top five player in the world. I think he's currently ranked fifth. But, you know, sometimes those rankings, in my opinion, can be elude in terms of, you know, where a guy sit. But this guy, this guy is the real deal. I've said on TV a couple of times, I've got him penciled in for three majors minimum. And we'll see how it all plays out. But to, to have the trouble finishing and getting across that that line at the end on the 18th green and winning on the PGA Tour, it did not happened for him in quite a while. And of course, we saw what happened with him contending very late against Matsuyama this year's Masters didn't work out for him again. So here he is, at this event that we are we know how much it means to him and and his family. And of course, you know you mentioned the accident his father you know uh, went through in terms of. Losing in the, in the vision in his eye, you know, at, at the hands of a drunk driver. Xander's grandparents live in or around Tokyo, we're told, of course, unfortunately, they couldn't come to the tournament based on COVID restrictions. And his mom's Japanese. I mean, there's just so much going on there. But you just got the feeling from from him and every player in the field. This potentially means so much to me. And these guys, in my opinion, I mean, they're nervous and they look nervous to me in the early going. Yes, of course, Zana got off to a great start, but man, I mean, Hideki Matsuyama, the guy just won the Masters. He's got a green jacket in his closet, not too far from here, and he's out there, you know, trying again to 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 represent himself and his get across the finishing line with gold. And it just didn't happen for him. It was it was nerve wracking. It was it was tense out there, and 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 certainly, you know, it, it was just this incredible finish. And so, again, with Xander in particular, um, there was just so much online. I just can't imagine, you know, the hug and how when he got off that 18th green with the medal around his neck to, to see his dad, to hug his dad, to share it with his dad. I believe he dedicated the victory to his dad. I mean, my goodness gracious, this guy's going to go on and win majors, in my opinion. But I got to think that yesterday was going to be one of the most special days of his life, if not the most in terms of his career.
2: In amazing and a perfect uh, synopsis. Of Bones Mackay was, was there for it, and one of the voices that brought it to us from uh, NBC and Golf Channel's coverage of golf in the Olympics. Uh, you know, one of the things about sport that we see, certainly we see it in the game of golf, certainly you saw it in your years with Phil, is that Success tends to be an ascension. It tends to be going from one step to another step to another step. Uh, This step for for Xander, you've mentioned twice already that you think he's going to be a multiple-time major champion. And I realize that this is somewhat of a celebration of the obvious in asking this, but I'm I'm curious nonetheless what your response is in terms of immediate uh, impact. What impact do you think a victory at, at the Olympic Games, coming home with a gold medal, will have on Xander Shoffley in terms of his ability to close?
0: I would say at the very least significant, if not huge. Uh, if if I'm caddying for Xander Schauffele, I'm a little bummed that there's no more majors. Of course, we've got the FedEx Cup playoffs coming up, uh, and that's massive, and that's a Ryder Cup year. I mean, you know, Xander Schauffele could show up with six clubs and, and be playing in this year's Ryder Cup because he's that good, and he's going to be a mainstay on that team. Um, but... You know, if you're Austin Kaiser or, or or Mr. Shoffley or Xander himself, man, you're you're ready to roll now. This is gold medal confidence. He he finished on a big stage. You know, he hits the poor drive on 18. You know, sucks it up, pitches it out, and gets it up and down. You know, with a wedge from 90 plus yards. You know, spinning it back from behind the hole makes the downhill four footer. I mean, that's big. And and the one thing about momentum in this game, Matt, you you, you said it that you can do. So much. Um, I remember having a conversation with Michael Greller about, after George Spieth won his first major at the Masters about, you know, how things tend to get a little easier after that, and of course they won the very next major that they ever played in, um, in in the U.S. Open there at Chambers Bay, I believe, but back Mm -hmm. to Xander, it's, you know, he certainly has to get over the hump in terms of majors, but now he knows that he's done it, he's done it very recently it's probably the biggest stage he's ever won on, and I bet he cannot wait to tee it up uh, in the first leg of the playoffs coming up here in a week or two and uh, I got to think he's going to come in feeling and feeling in bulletproof and and provide us with a lot of entertainment and some great golf
2: yeah definitely and I love the fact that you mentioned the Ryder Cup too because it's yet another opportunity to represent the stars and stripes on his shoulders as he competes for the same uh, last question I'm going to let you go because you've already given us a massive amount of time and I'm sure you want to get some rest but uh, you mentioned the women's competition getting underway in earnest uh, this week, and, and it's just around the corner now. Any thoughts about the golf course in terms of how it sets up for, for the best female golfers in the world and who it may favor in, in general?
0: Well, I will say, because we haven't said it yet, I have been I came out, my first year on the PGA Tour was 1990, so I've been around a little bit. And I would say that uh, Kasu Mikaseki golf club the men's obviously the competition was held last week and the women here starting in a couple of days i'd say at worst it's a top three golf course i've ever seen in my life in terms of the shape it was in wow. okay so certainly augusta national is going to sit at one i remember uh, that beth page in o2 was was incredible this right there with beth page it, it was mind-blowing uh the fairways Um, the way the ball sits up on the Zoysia grass, and the incredible condition of the putting surfaces. And and what blew all our minds was we got an inch of rain two or three times over the course of the week, and you know the greens never change in terms of imprints or heel prints or things along those lines. So um, the one thing about that and how it relates to the men's game and now ultimately the women's game is it's the kind of place where if you show up with any kind of heat coming off your putter, you can make some serious noise. You know, Sabatini shooting 61 yesterday, the sixth all week. You know, certainly it's, it, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal golf course. They say arguably the best course in Japan. Uh, but the reality is when you're – the greens are holding, which they're going to this time of year because it's so hot and humid, and you've got these, you know, 10, 15, 20-footers that literally look like you're putting on some perfect carpet-bound house – you know, you feel like you can make a lot of them. And again, if you get on a roll, a hot putter can make up for, you know, some other things like maybe, you know, a player not hitting it quite their very best. So you've got to put the ball in play, obviously, because the Zoysia rough is incredibly penal. But then just get the ball on the right sections of the green. It's a lot like, a general. You know, like these fingers or quadrants. To make up these greens, get it in the right quadrant, get it as close to the hole you can, and just hope that that putter decides to show up and be a big part of this Olympic competition. But, you know, I think it's going to be really interesting. Certainly in Nellie Corda comes here, here in here on a serious role. I believe MB Park has got to make a lot of noise again in, in an Olympic Games. I just think it's going to be really, really interesting uh, and a lot of fun for these uh, women, a lot of whom were out there watching yesterday, the last round of the men's competition. And, uh, it just the camaraderie and the hanging out and having a meal and things along those lines. But I saw a couple of athletes from uh, other skin and, and watch a little bit of the golf. It's it's just incredibly exciting. And I think the uh, the women's um, competition, if you will, the uh, the, the race for the podium is going to be just as exciting as the men's.
2: And we cannot wait to take it all in. I love that you use the word "fun" because that's very much the way all of this is coming across. I know there's pressure there, but it is a great deal of fun to see it played out through NBC and Golf Channel's work, and Jim Bones Mackay being one of the voices that are bringing it all to us. Love what you're doing, uh, Bones. I, I'm so proud of you. Your your work is so exceptional, and the insight that you bring, whether it's in a forum such as this or it's in the hits that you do from the golf course with what you're seeing. You're killing it, uh, and, and may, may it long continue as long as you want it to. Well done.
0: I appreciate it coming for you, man. That means a lot to me, and thanks very much for hanging me on today.
2: It's an honor, my friend. Thank you so much. That was Jim's Bones Mackay joining us uh, live from Tokyo on this Monday morning, and an absolutely brilliant synopsis of everything that took place and the great job that he has done and the entire team in bringing all of that coverage uh, to us. Uh, you can log on to pxg.com when you get an opportunity, and you can also call them directly. I mean, how many companies say, just call us, 844-PLAY-PXG is the number, and you can check out the new Gen 4 product, which has technology in it that they've never had before, like aluminum vapor technology, X-Core technology, and so much more. Check it out, because I know that you want to play your best, and to play your best, then you want to make sure that you get the best fitting, that you get the best technology, you get the best equipment and they'll ensure that it is the best for you. Uh, PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. We are not done, big period, on that with the Fairways of Life show today with special guests uh, still coming up. We have a major champion that is getting ready to compete in the Olympic Games. That, when the Fairways of Life show continues. Plus, after 13 years, Annika Sorenstan wins and wins again, and she wins in a way that, well was just like she used to. That's still coming up in the Fairways of Life show and more. Stay with us. Let me ask you a question. Are you in pain on the golf course? You know, pain management is a crisis in America. It affects over 100 million people and 35% of golfers. But now we can do something about it. BioFit 360 is a new company here to help us manage and alleviate that pain naturally. They've developed a formula that safely extracts CBD from the hemp plant and utilizes all of its healing properties to help us. They have a relief cream, they have gummies, they have sleep aids, and much more. It will change the way you feel on the golf course and in life. All you need to do is head to BioFit360.com. Feel better, do better, be better.
1: Hi, I'm Brian Hammons. You Country Club members can now represent your club and compete in a Ryder Cup-style event.
2: The inaugural Country Club National Championship, presented by Fuzzy's Ultra Premium Vodka. It's October 12th through the 17th at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. The field is limited, so don't delay. For more information, go to ccncgolf.com. That's ccncgolf.com. I hope to see you and your team in Orlando. Streamsong is so special with three top 100 U.S. courses designed by four legendary architects. Tom Doak's Blue Course, Bill Core and Ben Crenshaw's Red Course. Gil Hansen's Black Horse, secluded by thousands of acres. The greatest golf stories are lived, not told. Streamsongresort.com. Welcome back, Monday, on the Fairways of Life show. Pleasure to have your company. If you're joining us from around the United States or around the world, Thank you to Bones uh, for joining us live from Tokyo this morning, and, and we still have a major champion coming up live from Tokyo in just a few minutes. It's crazy. It is it is insane, and, and the, the amount of time that, that Jim gave, gave us is unbelievable. I hope he gets a lot of rest, and uh, with all the years that he has spent trooping around a golf course, most of those years carrying, like, how heavy is a, a professional staff bag? I, I have to assume it's somewhere in – 30-something pounds, you know, depending on how much stuff. And, and I don't know. I just have, have a sense with Phil between his between his, his coffee mugs and all that jazz. He's got a lot of stuff in there. You know what I did see uh, when he was talking about Michael Greller? What hole was it? It was a 12th hole and at, at the Royal St. George's. And so I have to stand off, you know, off the, the green, obviously, to do the, the play-by-play so you don't, inter, you know, the players don't hear you, basically, and get distracted. So Michael came and put the staff bag down over where I was standing. And I was kind of in an area where the public can't get to. And I do that. So I try not to block anybody. And he put the staff bag down and he kind of put it down. So it so it was blocking a little bit on the angle that the fans could see him. And I saw him take this this water bottle, Jordan's water bottle. And I saw him open it up. And I'm like, what's going on here? And I see him grab a water, put the water in, and grab one of those energy packs. I'm not sure which one it is, but whichever one, maybe Jordan's, an ambassador for him. Maybe he isn't, but he put it in there, shook it all up, did the whole thing, and it, and it turned very, like, pinkish. And he prepared a drink for his man, which I thought, you know, it's amazing. There's stuff that we know that the caddies do, and then there's stuff that we don't know in terms of making sure that they get the nutrition. Because you remember... At the Open at Royal St. George's, Jordan actually said that he needed to do a better job in making sure that he's, he balances his food while he's on the golf course. And I'm sure that also includes his vitamins or amino acids or whatever it is that he's taking. So I'm now curious what it was that Michael was working on. But I was watching him put that Witch's Brew together right there on the golf course, kind of secretly on, on the ground over by the, over by the bag. It was very cool. Uh, it was incredibly cool. You heard me mention it at the end of last segment that Annika is once again a winner, a uh, Victor, at the U.S. Senior Women's Open. And to do it in the dominating fashion that she did it was most impressive indeed. So she was asked about a number of different things in her post-round. Uh, she was asked to try to put the moment into words. She was asked about being able to have her family out there to share the experience and what that was like. Uh, what she found, I thought this was a really interesting uh, answer what she found on the range the night before, and whether we'll see her at the U.S. Women's Open, which she's now exempt into next year. It's at Pine Needles. Uh, how different the perspective and experience with fans was this week uh, than perhaps even in her prime, if there was a difference, and with COVID and all the rest, and whether she managed to watch any of the men's Olympics wrap up because it was just so uh, dramatic. So, all of that, but we start with this effort to try to put into words something that's probably pretty hard to put into words.
4: Yeah, it's, it's really hard to describe. I mean, I think, uh, you know, the joy and the happy tears, the moments, the journey, the shots, uh, you know, the friends, the family, everything has been great. I, you know, when we came here, you know, we saw you about a month ago, and uh, I just love the place from, from the start. And uh, to come here... We stayed with some great friends around the corner. Things have just kind of been lining up. Uh, it's just, it was just, everything felt so good. And then, obviously, I have, you have to go out there and finish it up. And today, I really felt like I played very, very well to come in here on Sunday knowing what, what I had to do, and I did it. So, obviously, I'm very happy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very different to share it with, with your loved ones. And I'm talking, you know, in immediate family with, like, the kids and, you know, what we have gone through the last whatever almost 12 years and I mean it's been a lot of good stuff and but still just to kind of have them walk here walk the fairway see what what I do for a living and see what it takes to get there and and to be able to share it with them I mean like I said out there this is a a totally a a family affair in a lot of ways it's it's a commitment from all of us and you know when I turned 50 you know we had a discussion I said you know do you want to see mama play and they said yeah we want to see mama play and and I said you know You know, to do that, I have to put in some time, you know, you just can't go out there and and compete like, you know, with the the women out here. So they have seen me, you know, hitting the balls. They've seen me make some pots. They've seen me drive it and go out there and just, you know, really put sweat and tears into it. And so it's really paid off. So, you know, obviously want to thank them because um, without them, this would not really happen. So but so it's certainly um, a team effort. Yeah, no, I mean, after the round, we, we took a little break, and then we went out, and I got a little support. Ava kept telling me, you know, when you hit a shot tomorrow, tomorrow Mommy, don't have anything in your mind. Uh, and then Will told me to believe and that I can do it, and obviously Mike said, dude, go out there and just enjoy. So I got a lot of advice, a lot of good pointers. You know, sometimes you don't know if kids listen to what you say, but a lot of these words, I feel like they've come out of my mouth to them, and now that I'm getting it back. So so I'm happy about that. i got to, you know, live to my own lessons. You know, I'm not really sure. Um, you know, obviously, I just want to enjoy this moment. And, you know, again, it's, it's been a, a, lots of months to prepare, lots of tournaments to play in, uh, to get ready for this. And, you know, I'm still at a, a life, uh, time in my life where my family's come first, you know, and obviously my partners and, and some of the, uh, the projects I have. I love to work on different things. So, and, you know, to play in these big events, you know, it just uh, takes a lot of effort. So, you know, I want to f- continue to focus on my foundation and then we'll see. I mean, it's, uh, you know, one thing at a time, but it's certainly been fun to be here. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt. I'm in a different time in my life. I'm, you know, very happy with, with my family and, you know, that's what means the most. And you know, I have a distance now from golf. You know, every shot doesn't mean as much as it used to, even though I care. But I know by the end of the day, I got them. I got the support. And, you know, I'm, I'm living my life. And I'm not, I'm not going to let shots bother me as much. So, you know, I really enjoy interacting with the fans. You know, the last, you know, 10 years or so with the Annika Foundation, just being with kids and remembering what it's like to be in their shoes. You know, I, I want them to see somebody who's having fun doing it. I want them to see... You know, that you can do that and you can enjoy what you're doing. I I have a passion for golf. I have a passion for competing. And so it's a lot easier. And, again, you know, not feeling that super pressure that I did towards the end of my career where I felt like I always had to be at the top. uh, It's a lot more fun to go out there and and not feel that you have to do something or otherwise something is wrong. You know, uh, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm just playing the game of golf and we're humans and we just got to try and enjoy it. Well, I wanted to watch it, but I was actually quite tired. But uh, Will and I, we laid there in the sofa together and watching, and I could just see the clock ticking. I said, you know, I really want to watch. But he came in early, and he told us who won, so it's kind of spoiled the, <laughs> the fun. But uh, <laughs> I'm happy to see, you know... Um, uh, it was a great finish, and obviously congratulations to the medal winners. It was great for golf, and I look forward to watching the women. I know it's been a lot of uh, a lot of hassle to put the, the games together. I know what the IGF has done behind the scenes and obviously uh, um, IOC. So I look forward to going there, and hopefully the women can put on a great show and show why golf should be in the Olympics.
2: Awesome stuff, and she has worked so hard, incidentally, to get golf into the Olympics and obviously continuing to do the same. Now, Dame Laura Davies – She ends up finishing third. She's been around, and I mean this respectfully, seemingly forever, and clearly playing golf at the top tier. You know, she was asked whether when the day started she thought she could catch Annika, and what it was like, was she was surprised to to see her dominate the way that she did slash used to. And most of all, Laura was asked to sum up the week that was
3: yeah cracking week uh, course was great the greens were were tough but fair uh, pin positions today the final round were I think the toughest they've been which is probably what it should be and a great champion in Annika so you know she's won by a fair old way not, not after not after day one no I thought after day one I thought she would win I thought she'd look like the annika of old and she's proven it she had a bit of a stumble yesterday but today again pretty solid round I think she's shot. I don't know. Just she birdie the last. Maybe she's uh, another three or four under today. So, yeah, it's uh, after day one. I knew we were all in trouble. I thought she had to play badly, and I didn't. I didn't think she would play badly. So no, probably not. I mean, if I'd have. I was three under at the turn. If I'd have maybe birdied two more, five under, got to seven, and she at the time she was only on nine, then yeah, then I'd have got a bit interested. But I made that stupid bogey I made on uh, duff that wedge on ten, and and that was pretty much me. I I never thought I could win it, if I'm honest, because I thought she would be solid enough to to carry it through, and, and obviously she did.
2: Dame Laura Davies is an absolute classic, is she not? So congratulations to Anika Sorenstam with that win. We have more sound to play for you here, which I'll get to in just one second. First, I want to get to something important, and that is to encourage everyone to check out BenHoganGolf.com. You know, they are your tour truck. If you've ever dreamed of what it's like to have your own tour truck and call up and go, you know, I'm thinking about this, or I've checked out this shaft, or I want to try out this new iron that's coming out with, Do it. Try it. Because the beauty of Ben Hogan Golf is is if there's something that you want to try, that you're interested in, underscore the word try, they'll send it to you. Go out and play it for a couple of weeks. I mean, think about what we're talking about here for a second. You don't need to have a leap of faith. It's about you ensuring that what you're interested in is exactly what will work the best for you. That's what they do. Then they micromanufacture each set, meaning that it's handcrafted one at a time. And when it's all said and done, there are some important features to it. One is, if you want to trade in the clubs you yeah, app, no problem. they'll give you trade in. You want to finance the new sticks, so you don't have to put up all the dough right away. No problem there as well. Uh, and when you're talking about Ben Hogan equipment, because it is a direct relationship, you're saving 30, 40 up to 50 percent. And then there's the last piece, which I think is the most important of all. You're putting a club into your bag that has the Ben Hogan name etched into the metal. It's incredible. BenHoganGolf.com. You can check out everything that they have on offer. So the ISPS Handa event, which was in Northern Ireland, we're going to talk more about Northern Ireland coming up a little bit later on in the program as well. Uh, Paragy Ananakurakarn. Did I say it correctly, Dom? Ananakurakarn, you said? Ananakurakarn, yeah.
1: You were close. Course, I, was, I,
2: didn't, I wasn't that far one time off. he
1: asked for me to comment, I'm chewing. No, I haven't well, that's been not the, the whole show, I swear.
2: It may be the, the one time as as I asked you to me, comment on our pronunciation, but it wasn't the one time you've been chewing. Our audience has also, long... And also,
1: I'm chewing, right? So first yes. of all, the odds that you're going to me when I'm chewing are, are good. infinitesimal. No, they're and then, very good. On top of that, you don't go to me to say, hey, Dominic, how you doing? You go to me to say, how do you say this impossible name while I'm chewing?
2: Yeah, something <laughs> goopy. With your mouth open.
1: It's, it's Padgeria, not a Ricard. Yeah, so and it's funny name. because... And you should learn it, too, because she's going to win a lot of golf. Oh, I know. She's, it's
2: awesome. Absolutely awesome. So it, it's funny, too, because Dom will represent, like, yeah, I'm never chewing on the air. As you said that, Andrew almost fell out of his. I think it was, I think it was chocolate po- cocoa puffs last time, if I remember correctly.
1: I don't eat that garbage. Come on, I'm yeah. eating healthy food right here.
2: Yeah, look at him. He's chewing on the air
1: right now. You want me to just stop chewing just leave food in my mouth? Dude, I got to tell you, you know, our (laughs)
2: listeners' trip this past week, I had all these listeners asking me about the time that you dumped Wes's big iced coffee in the parking lot.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For the record, to my grave, at least uh, 30% of that was his fault. You don't put... You don't put the coffee where he put it. Everything's coming out of the trunk. You don't put something in front of the stuff that's coming come out of the trunk. I mean, come Dude, on.
2: You were such a spaz that day. We could barely control you. So, Pejore wins. You were tell me, I
1: thought you were going to tell them they were asking about the story that I cut my mouth with a chip. Remember that story?
2: <laughs> no, I didn't tell them that story. I do remember it. He was wolfing down chips and well, nacho I, I chips. I was eating
1: tortilla chips. And one of the tortilla chips, I bit into it and it made a mini triangle, and then went and then it went vertical, right? So I'm I'm eating it, and then the chip goes sideways, but I'm just so into eating, I'm so I don't I don't think about it, and the chip turns vertical, and I bite, and it literally stabbed the roof of my mouth, and I was like, ah, man, that really hurt. You know, sometimes you bite your lip when you're chewing. For me, it happens once a day, but sometimes you do that, and occasionally, like, ah, oh, man, I really, that hurt. Well, I did that, and I was like, oh, man, that really hurts. And then <laughs> I started, literally, blood started coming out of my lips. I was like, what? I look in, a, in the mirror, I'm like, yeah. And there's like, it's literally blood pouring out the top of the roof of my mouth. Yeah. Because I stabbed it with a potato chip. Wow. You would eat your
2: face actually. off if you didn't pay a little bit more attention. So she spoke about the momentum that she drew from her top 10 finish last week. Uh, the fact that she got a chance to see Niall Horne who was is, who is one of the most powerful forces behind this event and concert when she was in Thailand, and now she wins a tournament and she gets to meet him, but mostly she spoke about the fact that she's proud that she was able to pull off this victory.
5: Uh, uh, to be honest, I'm still really speechless, uh, but i just just really soaking in right now, so I'm really thankful for everything, everything that I've been through. <laughs> Uh, like I said earlier, I just wanted to, you know, keep doing what I've been doing and really try to stay focused on my game. And obviously, it turned out good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I went to his concert. Uh, it was really special to finally meet him in person. Obviously, yes. Yeah.
2: All right. Now, for the men's side, Brandon Lawler ended up with the victory at the ISPS Handa. Remember, this is a, a really unique event he won in the division of the world disability invitational. And so in his case, he spoke about how he feels about potentially becoming world number one of uh, this week. Uh, the fact that his thoughts on a team that support him and helped him get there. The fact that now was talking about watching Brendan and what's he, what he's accomplished over the last few years. Now he feels about another piece of hardware adding to his uh, collection. It, it's actually, it was a pretty cool kind of emotional interview and, the fact that Niall joined him at the end kind of puts a little star quality on it too, doesn't it?
6: No, there's a few of these in the bag now. It's great. No, unbelievable day again. An unbelievable week. last two weeks have been incredible. European Tour, ISPS Hand and Modest Golf giving us a chance to showcase the wonderful game. and It just goes to show the scoring today and the scoring the last two days was amazing. And it shows that, that these guys belong here and hopefully it's going to be a, a regular occurrence from now on. I'm a little bit shaky now I tell you it wasn't easy I didn't even look at the leaderboard all day I was uh, throwing in my scores and just focusing on my own game again it wasn't a shaky start but a wee bit of a nervous start and made a few birdies in a row it was like a blur this round I was so focused I can't even remember what was I birdie so I couldn't even tell you but uh, no it was a great day it was a dream of mine from day one since this journey started three years ago we climbed the ranks pretty quick changed so many people's lives and uh, changed my own life it's a full time job now so the pinnacle of my career would be reaching number one and uh, hopefully staying number one as long as Tiger Woods did in the world so that's the plan <laughs> but um, no as I said this week is like showcasing all the stuff on social media, it's bringing so many people into the game and um, that's what we're trying to do, this world tour is not too far away, these guys are hopefully going to be making a living quite soon and um, we're going to keep striving, unbelievable like it's been a tough year and a half, very tough Um family have been amazing like it was a long year that's all i can say so back walking the fairways is amazing like dad's on the bag Mam was so supportive rebecca's here the whole family are here oh i'm getting emotional now. i don't know what to say but no no it's it's unreal to come. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
7: getting emotional myself yeah, oh, that's oh, a it's unbelievable uh what he's done since oh getting emotional Oh, <laughs> Yours to me. <laughs> um what he's done the last couple of years just Oh he's a super superstar as and he doesn't see his disability as as a disability at all. He takes every opportunity by the scruff of the neck. Every time the European tour have put a disabled section into the end of the main event, he's either won it <laughs> or got close. Pressure's for diamonds, isn't it? <laughs> that's it. Hey, that's and uh, it. I'm just so proud of him and when they announce he goes world number one this week we were going to be very proud as he said he's been waiting his whole life to get there so here he is at a very young age uh, with this plate in his hand again and hopefully the world number one title this week and uh, no one deserves it more than this fella.
6: Thanks very much
7: Well Thank done,
2: you, Brandy <laughs> <laughs> You got me there that was very cool. Uh, Daniel Givens won on the men's side of the ISPS uh, Handa World Invitational. Uh, he spoke about a number of different things, including th- the grind of getting there because it's it's difficult to do a lot of traveling right now. And he got there, obviously did what he had to do because he had good form coming in, which he spoke about as well. And in his case... He had to sit in the clubhouse and watch others finish. So, you know, players like to try to control what they can control. You can't control what other people do. You put yourself in a position and just sit back and wait to see how it plays itself out. So, we spoke about that uh, as well. But he started, as I mentioned, about talking about you know getting there was the first step.
6: Yeah, I mean, it's amazing that every every week on this, you know, on the on the Open Tour is just a kind of a place you want to be. Um, so yeah. It's, I'm just fortunate to be on here and just playing playing golf. Yeah, I, I finished, you know, I've had two top 10s in the last two weeks on Challenge, so... To say I was going to have a week off this week, it's a good job I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm really glad, glad I played. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were still four holes left, so... Just to wait there for 45 minutes or so, it was it was painful. <laughs> yeah. I still can't believe it. i'd I'm just waiting to wake up, I think, but it just feels amazing.
2: (laughs) Very cool indeed. Uh, Remember, this was a tri-sanctioned event, which meant that the purse on the men's side and women's side was the exact same from top to bottom. Now, Dom, before it started, you had mentioned that it was an important week for a number of different women trying to get on to their respective Solheim Cup teams, and I would think for Jennifer Cupcho, who finished third in the event, that that was it enough. Let me ask
1: you that way. Uh, it was enough for her. Yeah, she's pretty much locked into her spot now through the Rolex rankings. Uh, she's in the basically in the top 25-ish in the, in the Rolex rankings now, and this is going to basically lock her in because the top two spots in the world rankings who aren't otherwise on the points list are on the team. But additionally, the finish that she had, which was a third-place finish, got her about 30 Solheim Cup points, which jumped her up to ninth on the Solheim Cup points list. So that in conjunction with the rankings locks her spot in pretty much. So it, it's, you know, it's like what I was talking about last week. It, it was a big event. And like Mina Haragi jumped to number 11 in the standings. She got like, you know, whatever, 27-something points. So she jumped quite a bit too. There's two events left, the Women's Scottish and then the, the Women's Open Championship, which is double Solheim Cup points. So there's still a lot of uh, space for movement um, for, uh, for the U.S. Solheim Cup team which is going to be very exciting. But, yeah, I think another spot just got locked up. So Amazing. it was pretty cool to watch that finish there down the stretch, although Jennifer tugged that shot in the water. But it was still very close. It was a really exciting weekend of golf, Matt. Every event, like playoffs and tight down the stretch and pretty cool stuff.
2: Yeah, I'm starting to wonder, notwithstanding the fact that Xander won the gold medal because of the way he – in particular because he the way he scrambled and saved par at 18 – but the massive playoff for the Bronze, I'm starting to wonder if pretty much every week, almost on every tour, we just have to start getting used to playoffs because there's so much parity and so much depth in the game today that it's going to come down to that type of uh, you know, a pub brawl, which I think is amazing to see. At touredge.com, if you log on there, you can see their amazing and varied and, and vast product line. It includes... Well, pretty much everything. I mean, if you're looking for that perfect putter, it may be their Wingman putter, which is made kind of looking like something that Batman would use, and it's for stability. It's for a very high what they call MOI, and that's the stability at impact. So regardless of where the ball hits on the face, the face stays square to your product line or to to your intended line. And their product lines also include box sets which are everything that you need right in the set. They have their brand-new 721 series that are out there, either for extreme forgiveness or for the more competitive line. Whatever it is that you're looking for, they have it right up to the best stuff, the EXS line, that the best in the world are playing with greater and greater frequency. And not all of them are getting endorsement dollars to do it. There are players choosing to play the product because they find that it's what's best for them. And the beauty of it is is when you buy Torch product, it won't break the bank. You won't have to remortgage the house in order to get into the game with TourEdge product, and it's all going to be custom fit for you. They want everybody uh, to be able to be custom fit for the product that you get, and it carries a lifetime warranty. TourEdge.com for more information on everything that they have to offer uh, is a great place to get started. Now, the WGC FedEx St. Jude is this week. I just was reading about it in the overnight hours that, After Xander's win, and he was talking about the fact that he almost didn't make it because the logistics were difficult, and the tour stepped up and said, We're going to charter a jet to go from Japan to this week's World Golf Championships FedEx St. Jude uh, was one of the reasons why he said, I'm, I'm in. That, that, that makes the logistics so much more simpler. Uh, I'm sure that Xander Shoffley and the rest will be tired this week, uh, but hopefully he'll be bolstered by what he just accomplished as well. Coverage of the FedEx St. Jude will start Thursday and Friday from noon Eastern time. On Golf Channel on the weekend, it's split between us and CBS. Noon on Golf Channel and 2 p.m. on CBS on Sunday, same schedule. Noon on Golf Channel and 2 p.m. on CBS. NBC Sports Gold through the the week will start at 7:45 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, PGA Tour Radio at 11 a.m. Thursday and Friday, and 1 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. Women's Olympic coverage starts tomorrow night, underscore tomorrow night. It's a day earlier than the men's started. So Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time is when the coverage will kick off on Golf Channel, and that will be the start time each of those nights. If you are watching your Olympic coverage on NBCOlympics.com, that digital coverage will start at 6.30 p.m as well the barracuda championship uh, the the alternate event to a world golf championship event on the PGA tour will be on air thursday and friday from 10am eastern time and saturday and sunday from 6pm Eastern Time. You guys already know this. We are extremely proud to represent the PGA Tour Superstore. They are the number one golf retailer in America. Let that sink in for a second. There are nearly 50 massive stores that are spread out around the country, and they do it so that whatever you're looking for is right there in front of you, and they also do it so that you have an opportunity to compare one item to another, whether you're talking about apparel or whether you're talking about golf equipment. Although I think the reason that they're number one in America is not only because of these big, beautiful stores, but because of the people that staff those stores. They are professionals. And when you're buying from professionals, they have a different invested interest in your engagement. They want to make sure that what you get is actually best for you instead of just trying to sell you a piece of sporting goods. So when you do the comparison, whether it's a driver, whether it's a wedge, whether it's shoes, whether it's clothing, they'll make sure that what you get is something that you will love because it is an investment. It's an investment of not only dollars, it's an investment of emotion and more. A PGA Tour Superstore.com is a great place to get started. So you can do your research if you're so inclined, or you can just go and find where the stores are closest to you to get underway. All right, as we continue on our way, when we come back, we're gonna be joined by a major champion. And I would dare say the game's newest major champion who has already accomplished amazing things. And one of those amazing things, this player hopes sits just on the threshold, just on the horizon of golf in the Olympics as it continues this week. That individual joins us live from Tokyo after these words. If I told you legends like Robert Trent Jones Sr., Arthur Hills, and Donald Ross have designed and inspired more than 10 breathtaking courses, and they're all in one place, would you believe me? Where is this special place? How far do I have to travel for this golfing nirvana? The answer could both surprise and delight you. It's right around the corner in the heartland of the country. It's Boyne Golf in northern Michigan. It's a destination so special, so unique, that you'll think you're playing golf on a work of art along the cliffs of the Monterey Peninsula or the raw, sweeping landscapes of Scotland. From elite instruction with the Boeing Golf Academy, tournaments, and so much more, Boeing Golf truly offers an unrivaled golf vacation experience. Log on to BoeingGolf.com and see why they're at the heart of America's summer golf capital.
4: Come to where history meets luxury at the family-friendly French Lick Springs Hotel, where there's something for everyone, from kids' fest to shopping, bowling, golf, and other outdoor activities. Or at the West Baden Springs Hotel, you can wrap yourself in old-world elegance, visit our luxurious spa, indulge in an afternoon tea, a historic tour, and multiple sophisticated dining options. Then... Finish your day with a cozy carriage ride before turning in for sweet dreams. Only this isn't a dream. Visit FrenchLick.com to
1: plan your vacation today.
2: What's your bucket list destination? Where have you always wanted to go? What's the number one thing that holds people back from doing that? Let's face it, there's no better feeling than getting new golf gear. And where you get your golf gear matters. PJ Tour Superstore is America's number one golf retailer. Whatever you're looking for, they have it. And you can get custom fit. You can shop online or safely in their stores. At the PJ Tour Superstore, you'll always find golf's biggest brands and all the latest equipment right at your fingertips. If you need it or want it, they've got it. Log on to pjtoursuperstore.com to upgrade your game today. Welcome back to the Fairways of Life Show. Pleasure to have your company from wherever around the globe you are watching or listening to us today. There's a good chance that our next guest is probably too young to realize the company that she is already in at just 25 years old. Minji Lee is one of only, ready for it, 81 women in the history of the LPGA Tour to have collected six or more victories and the numbers even less for those that have a major championship attached to their name. Something Minji just added to her resume after winning the Avion championship in that dramatic playoff just over a week ago. If you've been pl- paying attention, you know it was coming. She's been playing great golf. She's a rock star from her amateur career. She won 10-plus tournaments, including a professional event. Uh, on the ALPG Tour, and she was a world number one amateur before she turned pro at 18 at the year 2014. Since making her debut on the LPGA Tour in 2015, Minji has been a machine. 56 top tens in only 162 starts. That's a 34% clip. To go along with her six victories in that major championship, she now could add another accomplishment to her growing list, and that is Olympian. Minji is joining us live from Tokyo this morning and it's, of course, nighttime for her fresh off her major championship and ready to represent Australia. Minji, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time. How are you doing?
5: Good. Thank you. How are you?
2: <laughs> Very well. Thanks. So how was your travel over to Tokyo for you? How did everything go? How are you settled in now?
5: Um, yeah, no, everything was really smooth. I flew in from Dallas. Uh, it was just a direct flight um, over to Japan and, um everything was really smooth once we got to the airport, you know, um you know, the Japanese people have everything really sorted out and everything was like on
2: time, so it was really really good. That is awesome. Have you had a chance to see the golf course yet?
5: Yeah, I played 9 holes this morning. Um and it's in really perfect condition. Um the greens are really fast, um the fairways and just the grass is in great condition. So I think we're we're going to be in for a treat this week.
2: And how much uh, were you, or if at all, were you able to pay attention to what was going on on the men's side of the Olympic golf competition in terms of not only from a a, a standpoint of just enjoying the competition, but from learning a little bit about the course?
5: Um, Yeah, for sure. I um, watched a little bit of it here and there wherever I could. So, um, I mean, I saw Xander win um, gold, and I was following... um, up with the, you know, the playoff um, for bronze when I got here. So, um, no, that was a little bit of fun. Um, I didn't get to watch them play it, like, live, but um, I did watch a little bit of the coverage, um, which was quite fun.
2: That's awesome. You know, each of the, and they're major champions like yourself in some cases or prominent golfers from around the world and others, each of them have said that the experience of playing golf, representing their country, at the Olympic games is special. That is the word that they have used more than any other. And everybody kind of struggles to define what it means in terms of being special. Have you had a chance to Mm -hmm. even contemplate something like that yet?
5: Um, You know, I did play in Rio and it was just a really new thing when we played there. So Mm -hmm. I think the hype was not as big, but um, you know, one of my big goals was to make it to Tokyo. So um Just being here is just so special to me, and you know, I was just talking to someone today, and i 'll be a dual olympian after this week, so you know yeah. that 's kind of something that 's um really a highlight for me um and it 's just really special that I get the opportunity to represent my country
2: when, once again when you, yeah once again indeed, when you represented your country the last time and then again now what kind of feedback do you get from, if you will, the country? What what type of support do you feel, and, and what is it like to be an Olympian?
5: Um, you know, throughout my career, I've had um, amazing support. You know, um, the ladies at my golf club, they um, did a little bit of a cheer on, um, on Instagram. It came up, and they were holding signs like, congratulations, Minji. And um, it's just really nice to have, them on your side and you know they've always got my back so i just feel like all i mean even all of australia is um behind me
2: and just um i'm really really grateful it's kind of a family affair for you right now too isn't it with with the way that everything is going (sighs) on the global stage
5: yeah i mean my brother he just won at scottish open um, a couple weeks ago so he's doing really well as well so i got i actually got to see him last week um and we got to celebrate his birthday and celebrate my win together. So it was just really nice. Um, I actually haven't seen him for like 10 months, so it's just good to get together.
2: Oh, that is tremendous. And, and that, that's, I feel sorry that you haven't seen him for 10 months, but glad that you guys had a chance to, to reacquaint uh, when you did. Now that you are a winner at the Avion as well, and it is so fresh off to victory, I'm curious mm-hmm. how much that has impacted Minji Lee as a competitor. Uh, obviously, the, the presumption would be that your your confidence is at an all time high, but heading into these mm-hmm. the start of golf at the Olympic Games, what is your mindset right now from a competitive standpoint, from an emotional standpoint?
5: Um, honestly, I just feel like after um, winning a major championship like Evian, um, you know, I just feel like I got a monkey off my back. Um, a lot of people have been saying that I'm one of the better players who haven't won a major um, yet. And just I've just heard a lot of things over the past seven years. So, you know, I, I it is a relief um, to get that off my back. And um, just to win, I think, is um, just to win a major. I think it was just really special to me, you know, um, especially being my first one. And my confidence is in a really good place right now. and. I just feel like my game has been, you know, trending in the right direction and um, I've been able to really have a great attitude on the golf course. So um, I just think I'm in probably the best possible place to um, be like going into the Olympics.
2: You know, it's interesting that you talked about it being a monkey on your back because for these Olympic Games, obviously, there's been a lot of discussion about expectation. There's been a lot of discussion about pressure with Simone Biles. Uh, when it comes to mm-hmm. golf, we've seen it in many different ways, whether we're talking about Matt Wolfe or whether we're talking about Lexi Thompson or what have you. Uh, how do you deal with, with the weight of external pressure? How do, how do you deal with making sure that you focus on the shot that's in front of you and not what the expectations mm-hmm. are, perhaps, of others or even an entire country?
5: You know, I think part of being a professional athlete, I think that is something that you get really good at um over the years, you know, nothing comes without practice, but I think if you if you're constantly in like pressure situations and or, um playing under you know, under the scrutiny of so many people, I think you do learn to deal with that those like things and obviously we we're not always good at dealing with things like that um like mentally and You know, a lot of players have come up and, you know, like voiced their opinion about it and been so um, open about talking about it, too. So um, at the end of the day, we are all human and um, we just I think everything just comes with
2: practice. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a good attitude on it in terms of, of how to handle it all and prepare yourself for that which lies in front of you. I am curious though, that which lies around you right now, how has the Olympic mm-hmm. experience been for you yet? What's the buzz like when you're there? How excited are you? Are are, are you mm-hmm. restricted in terms of your movements and so forth with COVID?
5: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, we're just in pretty much a bubble. I'm in a hotel and we just go from hotel to the golf course. So. We are not allowed to go outside and, um, you know, like, go sighting or whatever. Um, but I think you are allowed to go to the Olympic Village. So maybe um, after one of the rounds, we'll go and visit um, the grounds there. But, yeah, no, it's really strict here. Um, you're allowed to, like, hang with your team, I guess. So we've just been, um, you know, we have a my S&C coaches here and my coach is here. So Greenie and I, we both have the same coach and... Um our, our captain, Finchie, um, he's here as well. So oh, we just have a good group. And it's just nice to be around, you know, like Aussies. Aussies so um, it's just been a while since I've really had that kind of atmosphere. So it's just been really great.
2: Yeah, a, a team atmosphere indeed. This has got to be fun. Have you been to uh, uh, Japan before?
5: I have. I've, I've been here multiple times for tournaments and for holiday
2: Okay. So you're familiar with it, with the culture and and the surroundings somewhat. So that's got to be cool as well to augment everything else you've got going on. Now, Dom told me when you were coming on the air that you actually, he called it your swag, that you're actually wearing your swag as we're speaking right now. What's, what, what do you have? Oh,
5: Oh, my Olympic gear. (laughs) Oh, nice. Oh, where is it? Oh, there you go. Yep. Green and gold.
2: That looks fantastic. It, it's, and it's, it's got to be incredible to be able to represent your country with that. And I'm glad to hear that you've got your your team around you, too, from Finchie on down, that everyone is there. Now, the competition is getting ready to, to get started. Uh, as you mentioned, with the way mm-hmm. things are structured, you're, you're mostly with your bubble, with your team, and, or at the golf course. You had a chance to see yeah. it. Uh, this This golf course, can you kind of get a sense of – a particular style of play that's necessary to be successful upon it?
5: Um, I definitely think like strong, uh, like players with strong iron play, Um, you know, definitely if you miss the fairways, the rough is kind of thick here. And I think with the type of grass it is, it's really, um, it kind of catches the ball. So it depends on what kind of lie you get. Um, I think def, yeah, definitely driving an iron play uh, because Actually, let me re-answer everything, because it's a test of every single part of your game. Like, to th- if I think about it, it's like the greens are big, they have sections, they're really quick, and and then the rough is, like, really thick as well, so you have to be on the fairway. Um, so I, it's just going to be a great challenge um, for everybody and um, just for all aspects of the game, I think.
2: Minji Lee, when, when, when you go back to the, the hotel outside of the bubble, outside of dinner, like, like this evening, are you, mm-hmm. are you a person that likes to read or how, how do you pass the time when, when you're chilling? Cause there's been a lot of um, occasions in the last year or so where you guys have been in similar situations. You
5: know, Netflix got a lot of action, um, oh. over the year 2020, but, um, you know, I do like to read, um, just all sorts, sorts of stuff. Um, I just, and I, um yeah I, I like to watch TV as well. Um I'm a big foodie so I just like look at a lot of thing like things about food on like Instagram or just anything on the internet, recipes and stuff like that too. So
2: that's pretty much um that's what oc- occupies my time. Yeah, well you've you've posed caused me to pose two questions in follow up. First of all, what kind of food are you are you into?
5: Oh Everything. I mean, obviously (laughs) my parents are Korean, so I like grow up having lots of Korean food and I'm I love Korean food Um, But you know I I will eat anything. I'll try anything Um, I just really like I'm a bit of a sweet tooth as well. So I like my (laughs)
2: sweets Awesome now Netflix wise. What are you binging on in Netflix? Mm
5: -hmm. Actually, um, I've been watching um, Chicago med so that, that's actually been pretty fun.
2: Is that the yeah. series that went on for like 100 years so far? Is that that one?
5: No, I think that's Grey's Anatomy. But oh, I Grey's Anatomy. That's that.
2: the one my wife watches. That's right.
5: Yeah.
2: So yeah, Chicago Med is... I've You have... You, so ha- you watched Chicago all of that?
5: Yeah. 17 seasons. I didn't think seasons. that was possible. Yeah. Like- I, I watched a couple seasons, like, double.
2: <laughs> Whoa. That's yeah, good to know. it's good to know. So you're you're enjoying yourselves. You're there representing. I love that you mentioned that your, your favorite foods kind of cool that you mentioned your parents too uh, from Korea because there's this really neat mix culturally with mm-hmm. with uh, Australia and, and Korea. I, I have to assume that you, you're getting a lot of support from Korea as well.
5: Yeah, I mean, I've got a couple of Korean sponsors and they've really um, stepped up to, you know, sponsor me and I'm really grateful for them. Um, so it's just kind of nice to have uh, Korean sponsors just because my parents are Korean um, and, you know, my background is Korean too. So um, it's just kind of, you know, it's part of me as well. So, yeah,
2: that's nice. That is really neat. You know, it's and it's a perfect segue because... Whenever we have a touring professional on the Fairways of Life show, Minji Lee, we like to ask them uh, who their sponsors mm-hmm. are so that we can give something back to you too and, and spread some love for the, for the sponsors that help you do your thing. You want to share with the world who mm-hmm. your sponsors are?
5: um, Bank, um is, my, is on my hat. And then um, ON Semiconductors, ISPS, um, Raydel, um Echo Golf Shoes, Frixton Golf Clubs. Uh, whack golf clothes, um, am I missing anything? Um, I think that's everything.
2: It's awesome. And everything that's happening for you and what you're doing and where you're doing it and coming off a major championship win and and as you heard when we were introducing you, the numbers that you have produced already in, in your career, it's all incredibly impressive. Uh, we are so excited about everything that lies in store for you, not only in this week but in your journey in professional golf continuing. And we thank you very, very much for spending some time with us today, Minji. We wish you the best. Thank you so much. Good to see you. Absolutely awesome. Here's something that's also awesome. You see the video that's on your screen right now? That I, I want to talk to you about Castle Rock, this incredible golf course in Northern Ireland. But that coastline is the same coastline where they filmed much of Game of Thrones, and here you can see Castle Rock. They, they would use the parking lot, and then the beach that's down below it, see it on the right? That's where they would do the filming. This golf course is so unique. Bert McKay is the GM there. He was the 2015 IGTOA Manager of the Year. But the course itself, just like him, continues to get accolades, as it well should, because it is absolutely beautiful. 2015 Golfer Guide to Ireland called it the Hidden Gem Award. In 2016, it was shortlisted for Club of the Year in the U.K. 2017, Golfer's Guide to Ireland, Best Links Experience. 2018, Irish Golf Guide, Best Value for Money Golf in Ireland. 2018, Tee to Green, Golf Course of the Year. 2018, Lifestyle Awards, Best Golfing Experience Ireland. 2019, Golfer's Guide to Ireland, Best Value Links. And the accolades go on and on. However, I think the pictures speak for themselves. This is a very unique and beautiful Lynx golf experience, just like you can find everywhere on the island, whether we're talking about Northern Ireland or whether we're talking about the Republic of Ireland. Log on to Ireland.com and you can see it all for yourself. Thank you so much to everyone for joining us for today. What was a very special show. And, and just to give you kind of, as, as you know we do, we're so honest with you guys about how everything works, is that behind the scenes? The fact that Jim Bones Mackay joined us on the show, Dom. How far in advance of today's show did you know that Jim was going to jump on the air with us?
1: Um, I'm going to go with about 14 minutes. 14, I think it was about 14 minutes.
2: minutes. To, to have a, a guest <laughs> of that stature who was absolutely fantastic, and we thought Minji Lee was. A great honor to have on the program as well, a major champion and someone that is, what, just a day away from getting started in earnest, uh, the tournament proper for women in the Olympic Games. It is incredible. And the chance to hear from the winners in the week that was, was also really fun, uh, in particular for Annika Sorenstam back in the winner's circle after 13 years away. And it was almost like uh, today was yesterday and yesterday was today. She picked up right where she left off and it was very cool. Indeed, as I mentioned, as it always is, to spend time with all of you. Thank you for making that time available to us. We hope you guys have a great Monday. We hope you have a great start to the week because it's going to be another great week. As you heard me mention in the last segment, World Golf Championship events lie on the horizon. Uh, The uh, the alternate event on the PGA Tour, the fact that we have women's golf for the Olympics this week, and so much more. Cannot wait to share it with you. Until that time, be well and goodbye for now.